Welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Krellen, CEO of the American Influencer Association. On today's show, we have transgender actress and recording artist, Plastic Martyr. Plastic has a candid conversation about online bullying and the misconceptions that are often associated with the transgender community. Her courageous outlook on life will inspire you. And now, here's our host, Josh Skinner. Hi, it's Josh Skinner, and welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm here with today's special guest, live from Hollywood. It's Plastic Martyr. Hello. Hi. Oh, that's my phone. I'm Ooh, so it sorry. was like the angels just spoke. <laughs> I love that. That happens everywhere I go. <laughs> She's like, when I walk into the room, the unicorns, <laughs> the unicorns bow down, and a little rainbow shoots out my butt. <laughs> well, Plastic Martyr, we know you from Little Women L.A. We know that you're a recording star with. A recording with Capitol Records. Thank you so much for taking time to be on our Real Talk show. Thank you for what, having me. What is it like to be, first of all, an influencer, and mm-hmm. second one, who is a woman of trans experience? You're transgender. Yes, I am transgender, and I guess you would say I'm considered, I guess, an influencer. I don't know. I never really thought of that for myself, because I don't really think of myself as influencing anybody i just basically try to be as authentic as possible on my social media platforms and if that inspires people great um bottom line is i really just want to educate the world and educate people and try to limit the hate as much as possible now let's talk about that let's i want to address uh bullying because a lot of people who are on instagram face not nice people all the time. Yeah. And what is that like to, I mean, before we started this interview, you showed me some of the nasty comments people leave you. And that's when you're just waking up in the morning. Yeah. That's every day for me is death threats and, uh, misgendering, dead naming, just all these horrible things that people say. And I know that I'm not, it's not really personal, even though it is, it's not personal because these people have nothing better to do. They target everybody. So it's not just me and it's not just you. If you wake up and you're somebody who wakes up to hate mail every day, it's not just you. So try not to take it personally. I know that's hard to say because I myself take it personally sometimes, but how do you not believe it? I, cause I know who I am. I look in the mirror and I like who I see. I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of what I've accomplished. I, you know, love my life. I love, I own a beautiful home. I have a beautiful boyfriend. I have a beautiful dog. I have a great relationship with my mother. It's like, I'm very lucky. I'm blessed. And this random person who doesn't even have a profile picture has no power over me usually. So I just try to remind myself that these people have no power over me and they don't exist. They're not real. They don't exist. And most of the time they don't. They're bots usually, but every so often it is a real person. And I just remind myself they do not exist. They don't have power over me. What was the experience like to get to that place? Oh, it was a lot of um, dark moments. It took a lot of... Because, again, I'm finally in a place in my life where I'm happy. There were so many years where I wasn't happy. I hated looking in the mirror. I hated waking up in the morning. I actually, like, would be sad if I woke up in the morning. That I kind of wished that I just didn't wake up that day because it was another day that I'd have to face of a reality that I couldn't actually run away from. Now, that's not the case. It's not true. But when I was going through that, and you're already in such a dark place... 
adding on top of that, just random people telling you you're ugly, you're a man, you're ugly, you're disgusting, you're a sin, you're going to hell, you're an abomination, you're a freak. It just, it weighs on you and it breaks you at some point. And that's why there's so many suicides and it's really unfortunate. I think there's a misconception with sexuality and transgender. Yes. Um, can we? Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So I still get called a fag a lot, which is really funny because uh, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not a gay man. I don't date gay men. I'm a woman. I have a vagina. I have breasts. So people still, and again, this just goes to show the ignorance of people and the fact that you refuse to learn and grow. You, I mean, I hate to say this, but there's just so many stupid people out there still. They still believe that transgender is gay or it's the same thing. And it's not. I mean, it has nothing to do with your sexual orientation. I know plenty of trans people who were straight identifying men before and transitioned to women and now are self-identifying lesbians and they're female they're women now and they're still attracted to women so they were straight they transitioned and now they're lesbian so it has nothing to do with sexuality for me i was always a female i transitioned very very young at five years old and i never dated gay men i always dated straight men even when i was pre-op and they saw me as a female and these men luckily were so open-minded that they said you know you are so beautiful and you are such a, like a female despite a like one piece of skin it's really not that big of a deal and it's like that's that's the way it should be it's it's like it's just flesh it's no different than you know uh, your thumb or uh, your nose or anything like that and you, like people don't hate you based off your thumb size or your nose or your what color your eyes are it's just bizarre to me that there's that much hate based off a body part but you fully transitioned i have fully transitioned yes why do you think the hate still happens when you're legally a female um because we have people like trump in the white house <laughs> who condone hate and ignorance and it just kind of, I don't know, ever since, I hate to get political, but ever since he got elected, it, I've noticed just a huge increase of it. Before, it still happened. I'm not going to say it didn't happen, but there was more shame about it. People felt that they needed to be a little more politically correct when talking to you or disrespecting you, at least. Um, so they, they hated you and they were polite with it. Now they're not polite with it. And I feel like there's just no repercussions for it anymore. It's it's condoned by our government. It become the new normal now to just hate on anybody who's different than you. What would you say to our listeners that are you know trying to become influencers or who are experiencing hate every day uh, online? How can they get through it? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, because it does take a lot of like self discovery. But I feel like just just remind yourself that again, like I said earlier, they have no power over you. It's not really personal even though it feels like it is in the moment that they're doing it to so many other people and that clearly you're better than they are I mean I know I'm better than they are I am certain I am better than they are it's like look at me like you said I'm considered I guess an influencer and these uh, these new people who are trying to become influencers are also you're clearly doing something right to influence people and grow a following and you're beautiful and you're loved and you're successful because and people want to be around you that's why they're following you so the people who are hating you you go to their profiles they have one post and three followers and no picture. Clearly, they're not happy with themselves. So I also try to not engage with them. Sometimes I do and I write back little nasty messages and then I realize it's so pointless because they're already miserable people on their own and I don't need to get brought down to their level. So I guess my message would just be to accept you for you and be happy with who you are and be grateful that you don't have to wake up and be them. Please tell our audience why you go by the name Plastic Martyr. 
That's a good question. So everyone thinks that they're like, I always get told like, oh, I don't like your name. And I didn't really choose my name. I mean, I guess I did, but I was 13 when I started to get really, really popular on MySpace. And I didn't want to have my real name out there for safety reasons. I was a transgender 13 year old. And that was a, a big, a big deal back then. So I went by fake names on the internet. And I would just every like couple months or whatever, I'd create a new fake name on there. And one of them was a Virgin Dolly, like I just like bizarre names. I was really goth and dark at the time. And then I chose the name Plastic Martyr and I really didn't put that much thought into it. I just thought it was kind of cool because I felt like it described me a little bit. Plastic isn't just a f- something fake. It's a, a piece of matter that's you're able to mold and it's malleable and you're able to change it. And a martyr is someone who dies for what they believe in. And for me, I would give my life and almost have many times to become the person who I wanted to be and make that change. So that to me is what Plastic Martyr is. That's beautiful. Thank you for Thank sharing. You. Of course. <laughs> What's next for you? World domination. No. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've started to, I'm like the last person on the planet to have a YouTube channel. So I'm going to start doing YouTube tutorials and kind of fun videos and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that can kind of grow and people can see like a, a real side of me, a more personal side of me. Fun question. Uh, yeah. Any beauty blunders that you see all the time that just drive you crazy? Beauty blenders or yeah. beauty bloggers? No, beauty blunders, like people walking down the street. Like, are there any things that just drive you crazy makeup wise? Yeah, I, for me, it's the people who, okay, so less is more mm. for me. And I feel like people like now because of all these beauty bloggers and beauty gurus, like whatever they're called on, on YouTube, they all do this kind of almost drag makeup. And I see so many people trying to emulate this drag makeup. And while it's beautiful, like it is art, personally, that's not what I want to wear every single day. I like I like more natural. I'm saying that with full coverage foundation on right now, but I like more natural. <laughs> they can't see you. <laughs> they can't see Only me. Only I can. <laughs> She's wearing no makeup. I'm, wearing, I'm just glowing <laughs> yeah. from my... She's like a touched by an angel, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't like, I don't have the crazy makeup on right now. And I don't like, I don't personally like that. And that's, I mean, it's a personal choice, but that drives me crazy when I see like 13 year old girls with just full lashes and like a beat face on. And I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> what do you look like on? underneath that (laughs) (laughs) is there a certain woman or male in the trans community that you really relate to or admire Hmm. i would say recently she just came out she's on youtube nikki tutorials um she did a beautiful job coming out and the fact that nobody knew i love that it shouldn't be something that people have to know it shouldn't and not because you're ashamed of it not because there's something wrong with it but for me and and I'm assuming for her, when we fully transitioned, that was it for us. We closed that chapter and now we're women. We want to move on from that. And she separated her career from being trans. And I really admire that. I wish I was able to do that, but I transitioned somewhat in the public eye. So now it's going to be known for the rest of my life. And she didn't have to do that, which was great. And nobody knew. And she was just so eloquent and classy and didn't, wasn't a cliche. And I think more people need to relate to her rather than some of the other ones who are just bringing us back into kind of a stereotype, which I've worked so hard to try to avoid. And again, transgender is not being gay and it's not being a drag queen. Exactly. Those are to it's not even remotely close like trans people are born in the wrong body we have our brain is hardwired to be the opposite gender of what we were born so for me at least and again everyone transitions a different way and their journey stops at a different place than others for me i needed that full transition to really be who i wanted to be because when i was little 
I didn't close my eyes and picture myself as transgender. I pictured myself as a little girl and I didn't understand why my body didn't look like my Barbies or my friends at school or whatever. And it was really, really difficult for me. And I remember being a little kid and always sitting cross-legged in the bathtub and sitting on the toilet and just never, I always just tried to conceal that part of me even when I was little. And now looking back on it, it makes sense. But that was basically about my body and my identity and has nothing to do with my sexual orientation. And it has never. And like I said earlier, you can be lesbian, you could be a gay man, you can be heterosexual, you could be bisexual, and still be transgender. It does, it has nothing to do with your sexuality. Has the religious people been pretty hurtful? Horrible. But surprisingly, not as bad as the gay male community. Let's go there for a second. Yeah. People think that it's the right-wing evangelical Christians that give me the most hate. And they do. They give trust <laughs> my fair share. So, and thank you, Westboro Baptist Church. Um, so I get death threats from crazy fundamentalist Christian groups. Like, I don't even think they're Christian, whatever they're called. They're not Christian. Hateful, horrible people like the Westboro Baptist Church. Um, I'm sorry. And other places like that. I mean, to me, it's I, I'm able to laugh it off, but it's really not funny because it's disgusting that people like that actually exist. But to me, I'm just, I mean, to them, I'm disgusting. So I guess it's fair. But they do give me my fair share of hate and kind of a fight. And usually I ignore it. And I try not to get like into their religious beliefs because again, they don't affect me. What they believe is their choice. Just like I feel like my life is my choice and it shouldn't impact them. They shouldn't impact me. But the gay male communities really was surprisingly horrible to me growing up. And I lived in West Hollywood for four years and I would just hear, oh, Caitlyn Jenner's coming in. Or like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. Do you know which bathroom you're supposed to go into? Or just making jokes about my body, uh, calling me a tranny. Oh my God, the tranny. Like that word drives me crazy. That to me is like, you just don't call a trans woman tranny. And that's all they would shout at me, like walking into like clubs in West Hollywood or wherever. And like even my like gay friends at the time would just always constantly make fun of me and whatever. And I was just like, this is really sick. This is this is hypocrisy at its finest. I have fought my entire life for gay rights and LGBTQ rights and like everybody else's rights. So why is it that my rights are any less valid than yours? Da Vinci over here, baby. So that's her dog. That's my dog. Not the painter. <laughs> da Vinci. I said no purple in the living room wall. What is wrong with you? He's uh, back. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was just shocking to me to see like kind of someone who's really actually very similar in that whole rainbow, you know, the gay community went through it and they're still going through it. So why would you be so like discriminating towards another color of the rainbow? And then I remember there was a petition going around, at least in West Hollywood. I don't know where else it was going, but um, people were trying to get the T taken out of LGBT because they said, we don't, we don't belong in that group because it has nothing to do with sexual orientation. And I was like, wow, that's really uh, kind of hurtful. But um, if that's what people want... Then... Well, also questioning probably doesn't belong there either. Exactly. I mean, it's, I thought the whole thing was find the outcast and love in, with the new family. Exactly. I thought that was the theme. And it's funny because I see like, you know, love wins. And like when everyone was trying to overturn Prop 8 and whatever and fight for gay rights, everything was love wins, love wins. Doesn't though, because then you guys get rights somewhat and then turn around and start discriminating the ne- the thing below you which is just, it's like that typical bully syndrome. And I feel like people who feel 
I guess, weak in a way, want to find someone else weaker than them to just beat on so they feel stronger and more powerful. And it's disgusting that you can actually do that. I think, it, I mean, that needs to stop. Certainly the whole LGBT like hate within the community thing needs to stop because it's not going to solve anything. No, we need to be united. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we really do. Do you think it's always going to be like this? I get asked that question a lot. I hope not. Um, honestly, like, I don't want to sound negative or pessimistic. I, I don't see it changing, at least in my lifetime. Maybe it'll get a little better. Maybe it'll become more tolerant, I guess. But I don't think it's ever going to stop. Um, like, just look at, you know, people of color. They're still getting just the most horrible slurs thrown at them and just discriminated against by so many different communities. And it's really gross because, like, you, you think we'd have evolved, and we haven't. And if you look at that, we've even had a black president and we still see so much racism that it's like, that's scary to me that that's still going to happen for the trans community, that no matter how many trans celebrities there are, people on TV that are trans, how much, how like exposed you are to this community that I really don't feel like it's going to ever stop the hate and the discrimination. And that's scary because we're being hunted. We're being murdered left and right. The trans murder rate this year is just like through the roof. It's disgusting how high it is. Um, and that's in America. That's not like in other countries. That's in America that we're getting murdered. And I read something that the, the like basically, I don't know, lifespan, the life, the life expectancy of a, of a trans woman is between like 30 and 32 or something like that. I don't know exactly what it was. It was young. It was basically my age now. And that's like terrifying for me. Who's a trans woman who just reached 30. And that's, quote my life expectancy because we're getting murdered or the suicide rate is so high so you know that like i said it's scary and i i hope it changes but i don't see it happening for that listener out there who doesn't agree with you and who you've become what can you say to them just so they have because you may be the only trans person they actually ever hear so someone who doesn't agree with me yeah what would you say to them just close your eyes wow look away find change the channel you know it's i'm not going anywhere and just because you think i'm wrong doesn't mean that your opinion's right you know i wrote a line in one of my songs which i probably shouldn't read because i haven't actually (laughs) recorded the song yet so i'll give i won't give the exact line but i wrote this a couple days ago and in this song it's basically about you know the world hating me and wishing that i would die than me realizing that I am better than that and I shouldn't die and be like, I, I have a right to be here. I have every right to be here. So my line was basically like, if you believe in God, then I was part of his plan. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's true. Like I personally, am, I'm an atheist, but if people believe in God and cause I get, that gets thrown at me all the time, every day that you're going against God and God didn't create that and God thinks that's wrong. If you believe in God and you believe God created everything, then I was part of his plan and being transgender is part of his plan. There's 2 million trans people in America. You'd think that if it was really such a sickness and an illness that there would be that many people who were like trans identifying. Like it's, no, you need to learn to accept it. Thank you for your wisdom, Plastic Thank Martyr, you. and sharing your heart. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. The uh, new single is called Love in the Dark. Yes. Check it out. And if they want to follow you on Instagram, how do they do so? Everything is Plastic Martyr. Okay. So Plastic, M-A-R-T-Y-R. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all that. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on this episode of American Influencer Real Talk. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to American Influencer Real Talk with our guest, Plastic Martyr. 
You can keep up with our latest episode by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. The American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and edited and produced by Michael Sykes. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now, here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Hey, it's Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on The Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week.